Good morning and welcome to a new episode of Motherhood on Mondays with me, your host, Jessica Olsen. Good morning, you guys. Happy Monday. How are you guys doing today? I am currently recovering from Easter weekend. It was Easter over the weekend over here and we had so much fun. We went to the Good Friday service. We had Easter like breakfast at church. We did an Easter egg hunt. We read the Easter story of Jesus and just had a blast celebrating with my family this weekend. So hopefully you guys had a good Easter too. But before I jump into today's topic, I just want to update you guys on some life changes that are going to be happening for me and the podcast and some shifts that I'm going to be making to refined purpose and motherhood on Mondays. So at the end of this month, which is April for me, we're currently in April, and I'm going to be moving. My whole family is going to be moving out of our current home into a small trailer on a piece of property that we have bought in. We closed on a piece of property that had a couple of acres and a house on it in early February and we have just been working really hard to renovate everything. We bought what you would call a fixer upper. I'm doing air quotes because literally this was a huge fixer upper and so I'm going to be podcasting still. You guys will still get a podcast every week but I'm going to be shutting down the sales portion of my website for just a little bit just because I'm not going to be able to get products out and ship them in the time that we're in the trailer. So we're doing a big moving sale right now and hopefully everyone is able to get what they want. But the other update I want to give you guys is that I'm going to be shifting a little bit of refined purpose on my Instagram page. So right now if you go to my Instagram page it says motherhood and home decor but I'm actually going to be shifting that because I love sharing with you guys how to build your families and how to thrive in motherhood. But something that I didn't do when I first started my Instagram page, I wasn't really sure what I wanted the page to look like. And the more and more I go into this page, the more I realize that there's a huge chunk of me that's missing from that page. And what's going to be changing on Refined Purpose, my page, is that in my bio now, you are going to see content on that page that says instead of motherhood, it's going to say biblical motherhood. Because to be honest, I have always shared my faith on this podcast here. I have just been kind of sharing tips on that page. And something that I've realized is that for me, I cannot separate those two things. Um, my faith and my relationship with Christ and me and a mo- being a mother, those things are hand in hand. And when I share with you the topic of today's podcast, I think you'll understand a little bit better better of why I want to share this is my motherhood for me and me experiencing motherhood is 100% with my walk with Christ. And so when you go over to that page now, when you see my Instagram page, you're going to see my handle say biblical motherhood. And I'm going to be sharing 100% my whole life, not just tips, but my faith as well. And it wasn't that I was trying to hide my faith, but I just started out thinking like, I'll just share tips. It'll be good. But I realize now that I cannot separate those things. But I also think that moms that are struggling in motherhood need to know that we are called to biblical motherhood. So that's the changes you're going to see over there. We're moving. You're going to see some shifts on my content. I'm going to be sharing from more of a biblical perspective of 
what keeps me focused in motherhood and what helps me thrive and really that is pursuing biblical motherhood. So that's my update for you guys but we're going to jump into the topic for today and today's topic is about biblical motherhood and how we are called to be a biblical example to our children through our motherhood. So let's jump into it. Okay guys, so today we're focusing on biblical motherhood and why in today's environment online, why we're seeing so many moms struggle and how we can get back to being uh, biblical examples for our children and remembering what God has called us called us to as biblical motherhood examples for our kids and so today I really just want to dive into the bible and read to you guys what the bible says about biblical motherhood and what what we should be doing in our families because I think right now the big issue I am seeing in the world is even in Christian homes is that moms are not being biblical in their motherhood we have really jumped on this train of worldly parenting techniques worldly theology when it comes to raising our kids and we've departed from the bible in our motherhood and i have seen so many examples um even on social media i am a part of some motherhood groups on just different platforms and something that i constantly see is moms posting about how they're struggling and there'll be all these comments on it telling moms of all these methods to do but really what is happening is we have forgotten that we're called to be biblical mothers and raise our kids biblically and so what's happening is we're raising our kids using these tips and tricks from the world but we do not have a solid foundation biblically and so what we're seeing is our kids are becoming a byproduct of worldly theology and worldly parenting techniques which could work but we don't have a firm foundation so i want to read to you guys from proverbs 22 and this is really what we are called to do as moms and it says proverbs 22 6 train up a child in the way he should go even when he is old he will not depart from it so that is our first calling as moms is it is our job to train up our children and i think a lot of the times the world takes away a mother's responsibility from being accountable to raising our kids. I see a lot of parents with this belief that your kid is just this magical cosmic production of a big bang and that we have no responsibility over that. And, you know, to me, when I think about my kids and how my kids are turning out, the equation for me is my kid has a temperament, my kid has a personality, both of which God gave them. So those are things that they have uniqueness in. But what else has God given my child? My God, my God, our God has given our children a mother. So when we look at the equation of our children, it shouldn't just be my child is a product of their temperament and personality and I I can't do anything about it. Because we also see in this equation that God has given our children a mom. So when you look at this equation of who your child is and what they're doing, how they're behaving, how they're turning out, it is not I mean, it is kind of like a science experiment, but your child and the way they're acting and the way they are becoming, it's not left to chance. Maybe you are letting it be by chance, but we have an authority 
to how we raise our kids. And when you look at your child and you're like, I don't understand, we have to remember as moms, we are a part of the equation. So when you look at your child, instead of thinking, this is just my child and I am at the mercy of whatever happens, you know, it's not... It's not random chance your child is how they are. You as a mom are a part of that equation and we are responsible to that equation. So when you look at your child, what it should look like is my child has a temperament. My child has a personality that God gave them. But when you add one plus one, you also need to add yourself into that equation. So when you look at your child and how she's behaving, add yourself to that equation and say, how am I training my child up? How am I raising my child up? What parenting techniques am I using? How am I speaking to my child? How am I controlling also the environment my child is at? So when you look at your child, you have to remember that you are a part of that equation. You are responsible to that. So if your child isn't acting in a certain way, you are accountable to that. You are responsible for that. The next verse I want to share with you is from Proverbs 14, and it says, The wisest of women builds her house, but with folly, with her own hands, tears it down. So right there we see that if we are going to be wise moms, we are going to build our homes, but we can also be foolish, and we can tear our own home down with the things that we do do in our homes so what are we doing within our homes to build our homes are we purposeful are we being intentional with our families or are we just leaving things up to chance are we believing worldly ideas that are telling us that we have no control over how our kids turn out are you not shaping and training your kids are you tearing your home down without even knowing it by not stepping into the into the authority as a mother into that equation with your child So that's an important thing to remember with our children is your children is not up to chance. So if you are wondering why your kid is the way it is, your kid is a product of their temperament and their personality, but they're also a byproduct of how you are parenting your child. You have responsibility there. It is not up to chance with your children. So that's an important thing to remember. And I think a lot of moms forget that. And for some reason, we're the moms, we're the caretakers, but so many moms don't see how they play a part in how their kids are being shaped. And then you're like, I don't know why my kid's like this. It's just, oh, this is a surprise. Nope, it's us. It's us, the moms. So if you are wondering what's going on, look at yourself and self-reflect and ask yourself, what is going on here? What is happening with my child that is going on? So the next verse I want to read to you guys is Proverbs 31, 28, and it is from um, what a godly um, woman looks like. And this is says, her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. And that is because this is a woman of purpose and intentionality. She does not leave things up to chance. She is purposeful in choosing how she's going to run her household. And the byproduct of that is her children call her blessed. Her family calls her blessed. And the husband is also greatly uh, blessed by that. And the next verse I want to share with you guys And the last one, I actually have a couple more, I think. No, just one. So this one comes from Proverbs 1. And this one says, um, it's Proverbs 1, 8. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. So our children are called to obey. They are called 
to heed your mother's teaching. So this is a direct verse that talks about mothers teaching your kids. So how are you teaching your kids? Our calling as moms biblically is to train and to teach our children. And how are we doing that in our families? So phew, that is a lot of information I just gave you about what our job is to be a biblical mother. That is a lot of information and it's a lot of responsibility. That is really intimidating when you think about the fact that how our children are raised and trained, that is up to us as moms. And so something that goes along with this is I think a lot of moms have forgotten this. So what I see happening a lot is we get to this situation of where we face these challenges with our kids when it comes to their behavior or you know we're parenting our kids and the way you parent your kids there is a cause and effect right so we make these i these decisions as moms to instead of training and teaching our kids we will look to the world to tell us how to train and teach our kids so when that happens what do we do we trade over biblical truth for worldly ideas and here's the thing the world has a lot of good ideas and there's a lot of good education that you can get from early childhood education and i am not saying that you shouldn't be educated i think god wants us as moms to be very wise and i think a part of that wonderfulness of the world is we know that god has given a lot of those people wisdom in understanding how children behave and why they behave in a certain way but what is also important to remember that are the people that we are seeking counsel from as moms, do they have a God-centered perspective? So the other part of biblical motherhood is what is our perspective coming from? And as you know, I love to talk about perspective here. And something that is really important to me in my motherhood is do I have a God-centered perspective or a worldly perspective? Because here's the thing. A worldly perspective focuses on the here and now. It focuses on instant gratification. It focuses on not the future, but in a way, it says that their ideas are just temporary. These are just ideas to help your kids to be well-adjusted. And the big thing that we see right now is raise your kids in this gentle manner and they'll be so emotionally well-adjusted. But... That's a worldly idea, right? And I mean, it's a good idea. We want to have emotionally well-adjusted kids, but as godly moms, oh, Benjamin, he slept under the chair here. But as godly moms, what is our first priority as moms? It is to train and teach our kids in the way they should go. And what does the Bible says to children? It says, children obey your parents and we need to teach our kids to obey and love the Lord. So the the priorities of the world are to raise emotionally well-adjusted kid. kids. That's not a bad thing as a priority, but it shouldn't be our top priority. Because what we see is, is this over-focus on our children's emotions when we know that God tells us that our top priorities are to train our children up to love, to love the Lord, to have a relationship with the Lord and to learn how to obey the authority that God has placed in their lives. So what we see is even in Christian motherhood, we have seen moms trade over that biblical charge 
for a worldly, temporary idea. And we know that a God-centered perspective isn't for the temporary. We know that our focus is supposed to be eternal. We are not meant to be of this world. We are made for a relationship with God. And when we trade these ideas from the Bible of biblical motherhood for worldly ideas, we get so far off the path. And, you know, we... We see so many different things that are told to us from the world about motherhood. And one of those big ones is, is that we need to raise emotionally well-adjusted kids. The other thing we see a lot of in motherhood, (laughs) Benjamin's trying to grab my caffeine and I'm like, no, no caffeine fuel. The other thing we see is, especially in mom's groups, there's this big movement uh, in motherhood, especially of don't judge me. Don't judge the decisions I'm making for my children. I don't want to feel like a bad mom. No mommy shaming. I can do it this way. Don't judge me for the choices I'm making for my children. And absolutely, we should not condemn people. We should not look at a mom and think ourselves more highly than her. But mommy shaming and this idea of not having accountability within our Christian family is not a God-centered perspective. And very often, you know, you'll see this big long post that a mom will post about, hey, I let my kid watch X, Y, and Z. Um, We don't eat meals at the table. And I don't understand why my kid is acting this way. And, but don't shame me. Don't give me advice. Just encourage me. And that is not God-centered either because we are not allowing people to actually help us. We're saying, you know, I don't like this situation, but I am not going to hold myself accountable to the fact that maybe I made some poor choices. And here's the thing in motherhood. We enter into motherhood without an instruction manual. The fact of the matter is, is as moms, we are going to do things that do not benefit our kids. And there's this such this big worldly focus on don't tell me I am bad. I don't want to be told that I made a wrong decision for my kid because I don't want to feel bad. So instead of, you know, taking accountability, we push off and we justify our decisions. And then we also write off any accountability to how our our children's are being produced by those decisions. You know, so we see these kids that are becoming bullies, that are having these issues, but it's not our fault as moms. It's not my fault and don't make me feel bad about it. It's my kid, it's my kid. I don't have any responsibility to how my child behaves, but what does the Bible tell us? The Bible tells us that we as moms are supposed to train our children and teach our children. So it is our responsibility. And if our kids are acting in a way that is not pleasing to the commandments that God has given us to teach our kids, that doesn't mean that we are failing. It means that we have gotten off the path. And there's this big negative connotation in the world of any negative emotions when we know that with the good emotions also comes the negative emotions but those negative emotions are there for a reason and a lot of times these negative quote unquote emotions they're indicators and so something that i want to kind of show you guys as a metaphor with this whole mommy shaming don't judge me we enter into motherhood with no manual we have no experience right so how i want to compare this for you guys is When I got my first job, I got a job at TJ Maxx. I had no experience whatsoever. 
And so I went into this job and they had to train me. They had to train me how to do my job. The same thing goes for motherhood. We have to learn. We need to be trained, right? So we look for other moms that have been moms for longer to train us. So I got my job at TJ Maxx. I had no idea what I was doing. And in 90 days, I had to be sat down for a performance review. And they sat me down and they told me, okay, Jessica, these are some areas you're really doing well. And that was really encouraging. That made me feel really great. But then they also came in and said, Jessica, these are the areas that you are not performing well in. And it is giving you a negative performance. Here's the negative part. And here's the thing, to have the positive, you also need to have the negative. You have to have the self critiques. And the same goes for motherhood. We cannot improve our motherhood. We cannot get better if we don't stay in this place of being willing to receive feedback. Because here's the fact of the matter is, there is good and there is bad. There is positive, there is negative. And there's this such this big push of no mommy shaming, even at the expense of maybe I am doing things that are dragging my family down. Maybe I am doing things that is foolish and tearing my entire family down, but don't tell me about it. I don't wanna feel bad. I don't want to feel convicted because that makes me feel negative and negative emotions are bad, but negative emotions aren't bad. You know, we talk about fear a lot. It is good to have a healthy fear. You need to understand that negative emotions have a part in how God has made us. God gave us fear. God gave us anger. God gave us, you know, jealousy. Those are all emotions that are labeled as negative, but we have to work with. We want our children to have a healthy fear of things that are dangerous. And the same goes as moms. We need to have this healthy ability to understand where these negative emotions are and how they should motivate us. You know, I should have a healthy fear to not drink too much alcohol. I should have a healthy fear to not do drugs because those are things that are dangerous. But the same goes for parenting techniques. There are parenting ideas that when implemented, do not raise well-adjusted kids. And what we're seeing is such an oversaturation of don't tell me that I'm wrong, don't judge me, don't convict me in any way with your words, only encourage me and encourage me at the detriment of my kids being raised to not follow the Lord. And it is sad to me that this is where we're at, even as Christians, because no one wants to be, no one wants anything spoken into their lives that could bring life to them because it hurts in the moment. We don't want the hurt. We just constantly want to be soothed. And as biblical moms, that's not biblical. It's not biblical to say, don't, don't speak into my life. And don't get me wrong. There's, there's a difference in shaming someone and speaking, speaking truth and love. And the fact of the matter is, is God created judgment or what I like to call discernment. And as moms, we really get judgment and conviction and discernment confused. And part of how we can discern those things when people speak to us is being in the word. Because, you know, we have to make judgment calls every day of our lives. You know, judgment is another really big word. Don't judge me. I don't want to feel judged. Judging is bad because when you judge someone, you're saying they're bad. But the fact of the matter is, is there are decisions that are 
negative. There are decisions that are not the right call for raising your family and raising your kids based on this perspective that they never need to feel a negative emotion or that we need to not be the authority in their life because we don't want to hurt their feelings is not a biblical centered perspective. And so we need to realize judgment and discernment are things that play a part in our lives in a healthy biblical way. So when someone is speaking to you and they are discerning and maybe, yeah, making a light judgment saying, hey, you know what? I saw that your kid is watching 10 hours of TV a day. That might not be a wise choice. You know, that is not something to say, well, you're just judging me. They're, yes, maybe they're making a light judgment, but they are not saying that you as a parent are bad. They are not saying that you as a parent are hopeless. What they are saying is, hey, that might not train up and teach your child in the way they should go. Maybe that is not the most beneficial beneficial biblical priority to show your kids. And as Christian women, it is important to not let the world sneak in to our parenting and to dilute our thinking and make our minds dull. It's already hard as a mom when you're exhausted to understand biblical truths you're tired you're trying to read the bible but it is important to not allow our minds to get so dulled that when the world sneaks in there with its ideas that we start to buy into them and so today i was just so passionate in sharing this all with you guys because we are called to biblical motherhood and there are a lot of worldly ideas that have been sneaking into the motherhood community for too long and so i wanted to remind you today of what biblical motherhood looks like and that means that we are to train and teach our children the second thing is is as mothers we are accountable to how our children are trained and taught and what that produces in them so your children and how your children is behaving and reacting to you and your parenting you are accountable to that you are in charge of that you are in control of that if the cause and effect of your parenting is training and teaching your child in the way they are going, what, what is that looking like? Is that producing fruit? If your child is producing fruit, great. There are a lot of different ways that Christians are going to parent their children. But we know that as Christian, the things and the goal that should be the same are, are we teaching and training our children? That's our calling to teach and train our children to obey and love the Lord. So, okay, if you have that, then outside of that, you can base your parenting techniques off of that. And then you need to ask yourself, am I relying on people that have a temporary worldly focus? Or are these people focused on an eternal focus? Because as Christians and biblical motherhood, our focus is supposed to be eternal. So when you're looking at parenting tips, parenting advice, is this an eternal focus or is this a temporary focus? Is this going to affect my child's spirit eternally? Or is this a temporary idea that sounds great, looks like it's going to be good, but is only going to divulge in things that aren't going to train them to love and obey the Lord and have a great lasting relationship with him. And so guys, I just want to call you today to remember your biblical calling as a mom and to discern everything. And thirdly, remember that we need to use discernment 
we need to use judgment wisely and they have a place in our lives. Negative emotions aren't to be tossed to the side. Think of judgment, discernment in a way that is, these are tools for me. These are signals. What am I feeling in my spirit right now? Am I feeling judged by the comment this person made? Were they just making a comment that truly was judgmental? That was like, well, you're a bad mom if you let them do that. Because there's a lot of things we can let our kids do that. Or are they trying to speak truth and love? And sit there and ask yourself, are they discerning something that I am doing? Has God shown them something that is them discerning, which is a wise thing to do. We are called to be wise as moms. And are they trying to speak the truth to me in love? We are so quick to get offended because that's our natural reaction. We are so quick to get prideful as moms, but what we're doing is we're doing ourselves a disservice and we need to exercise our self-control like we tell our children literally every day and ask ourselves, is my pride getting the best of me here? Or is this person truly calling me back to my calling as a mom? Because our calling as a mom isn't a super, super wide, you know, road. and. God says in the Bible, my path is narrow. The people that find it are few. And if we're pursuing biblical motherhood, we have to remind ourselves that we are called to this strong foundation of training and teaching our child to love the Lord, obey the Lord, have a lasting relationship with him. And that is narrow. That is a narrow thing that we have. And then underneath that and having our God perspective, then we can make decisions of how we are going to base our children based upon those foundation and those truths. And having emotions, having discernment, having judgment over things in our lives. Those are things we have to exercise in a godly way. So are you in the word so you can discern when people speak to you? Because you're not going to be able to discern judgment and discernment that people are giving you and be able to process that in a way that's going to bring you life if you are not in the word. You are only going to hear judgment and shame if you are not in the word knowing what God has called you to do. So if you're, if you're really struggling with those things today, instead of shrugging off people's judgments of your parenting styles, people's discernments of your parenting styles, I want to challenge you to look back at what you're called to do and say, am I doing those things? Because at the end of the day, we are going to have to stand in front of God and we're going to have to stand before our king and we're going to be accountable to how we raised our kids because biblical parenting, biblical motherhood, we are accountable to Christ for our children and how we raise them. That is our calling as moms. So in fact, it is a heavy calling. It, it, should, it shouldn't feel heavy. We're able to give that to God, but it is a heavy responsibility and we are very responsible for it. So it should be something that we take seriously. Okay, guys. Wow, that was so much, so much that I talked about, guys. But I am just really excited to turn this page and share with you guys biblical motherhood i think that biblical motherhood needs to make a comeback there are so many christians and here's the thing i was guilty of this too in my first couple years of raising my kids too i was doing all the parenting tips i was reading all the worldly blogs and then i realized none of this is biblical none of this is based in an eternal focus None of this is based upon what God has called me to do in the Bible. And I want to start focusing on that more and remind you guys what our calling is and how to not be so distracted by what the world says. Because the world has seeked, 
has snuck into Christian parenting and our teachings have been diluted, our passions have been diluted, and there's so much lukewarmness happening in the motherhood community, even amongst Christian moms, that it's our kids that are paying the price. Who is paying the price? Our children and the way they're being raised because we don't want to take accountability. We don't want to feel bad about how our children are behaving. And I'm going to be honest, I've had to repent of this because I've looked at Charles and I'm like, oh my goodness, this child is insufferable. And I'm like, that. I'm like, that's just who he is. No, no, it's, it's me. I am accountable to that. So you shouldn't feel bad looking at your kids. If you're like, oh my goodness, my kids are so far off the track of where they should be. We should feel bad a little bit because it is our job, but we turn that conviction should make us lead to repentance. So conviction and feeling God's grace leads us to action, leads us to repentance. And those emotions that might get labeled negatively are actually part of God's design to lead us back to him and back to repentance. So it's important to have a healthy God-centered perspective of this, which is why I'm talking so much about this today, so that we can properly raise our kids in the biblical design we were called to. So before I leave you guys, I've said this verse so many times on the podcast. I'm going to read Proverbs 14.1 again, and then just pray over you guys. So this says, the wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. We are responsible to our homes. God has placed us in our homes. We are part of the equation with our children and the product of how our children turn out with how we're training and teaching them. How you train and teach your children has a lasting impact on your children and your children are not a chance. Your children are not a random big bang. bang. The way they are acting, the way we are parenting them, we are accountable and responsible for that. So I'm going to pray for you guys and for your big calling as a mom. And I'm going to pray for the people right now that are feeling convicted that say maybe you listen to this podcast and you're like, well, Jessica, I just feel judged from you. You're acting like a know-it-all. Look, I am not a know-it-all and I, I'm, I, I'm not a know-it-all. But what I do know is that we as moms, we have been walking away from God for a long time now and I want to call you back and I want you to recognize that if you're feeling convicted right now, if maybe you are feeling a little bit of shame, I want to remind you that those emotions are emotions that are, tr- are signals. Think of them as God signals. Use those God signals and go back to God and say, God, where has my perspective not been God-centered? Have I switched your perspective for the world's perspective? And we have to throw the perspectives out that are worldly perspectives because they are not eternally focused and they are not focused on what God calls us to do as moms. So if you're feeling convicted today, if you're feeling shamed maybe, if you're feeling judged, I want to remind you to be in the word and to Focus on getting that perspective back to God-centered perspective so you can understand the signals you're feeling right now and know that those are signals that are supposed to lead us to repentance. Where is God calling us to repent today? Where is God convicting us in our motherhood to convict us to come back to the cross? Because that is that is what this whole journey and this whole thing is about. It's about Jesus. It's about the cross. And it's about a God-centered perspective. So where are you being convicted right now? And where is God trying to lead you to repentance and healing in your motherhood? And know that those are all signal markers and not things to be tossed out as just a negative emotion. Okay, <laughs> let me pray for you and send you your week. I could talk about this for so much longer, but I'm going to leave it at this and just pray for you guys. 
Dear God, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much that you, God, have convicted me. Thank you, God, that you have shown me the judgment and discernment that I am so supposed to be called to biblical motherhood. Thank you for showing me where my perspective was not God-centered. Thank you for molding my heart to be more like yours, Lord. Thank you for showing me that my perspective was not eternally focused and that I had traded your word for the world and that I had bought into worldly ideas and I had bought into worldly ideas that I was not in charge of how my kids turned out. Thank you, God, for showing me that I am called to train and teach my child and how I do that matters. The things I say matters, the way I parent matters. And some of the things that I do might not bring life. So help us to see the areas in our parenting that we're not bringing life to our children. Help us to see the things that aren't raising our kids to love the Lord and obey the Lord and have lasting relationships with them. Help us to see where we are not bringing fruit in our lives and help us to realize that conviction and discernment and those feelings, they're to lead us to repentance and help us to not resist coming to the cross and repenting for the things that we have done that do not bring life to our families, Lord. Help any mom listening to this to feel the charge to be a biblical mother and to follow your word, Lord. I pray for the moms listening to this, that they would have a great change in how they lead their families and that they would take that charge that the Bible has given us and know that they are accountable and responsible. And that is an awesome, awesome thing that God has given to us. Help help them to know that it's not a heavy burden, although it is a serious burden that we are accountable to. Help them to know that you are here to help us carry that burden and that you are here to walk alongside us. And so the burden doesn't have to be heavy, but that we can hold your hand, Lord. Help these moms to have a great week. Help them to walk out their biblical motherhood and not be distracted by the world. Help them to look to the Bible, to be focused on the Bible and not let the world and the temporary things to make them parent in a worldly way. Help them to focus on the Bible, Lord. Help them to be strong in their children's lives. Help them to be that strong influence that you have placed on them. I just am so grateful, Lord, for you and your goodness. Help these moms this week to just be focused on you and to raise their kids and to be purposeful in that and to be Proverbs 31 women that bring fruit to our children instead of just following what the world says and acting as if our kids are up to chance. We know our kids are not up to chance. How they act is not up to chance. And we are the influence you have placed in them, Lord. So help us to live out that calling this week, Lord. And in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I know that was a long one, but I just know it was so important for me to tell you guys today. I hope you guys have a great week. Now, I hope that you will feel charged to live your life this week as a biblical mother and to go back to the Bible as your ultimate parenting advice and tips. God is perfect. His word is perfect. It stays the same. It is sufficient for everything in our lives. And Take your charge to train and teach your kids this week and know that you have that authority and that responsibility. And also know that if you have made mistakes, it is okay. We can repent and come back to God at any time and his arms are open for us. So make sure to go over to Instagram after this. Follow me there. And please, would you share this episode with a mom that needs this encouragement today? Thank you guys so much for listening, guys. I am praying for you this week and I will see you next week. Bye.